0: Right, and we have kicked off. It is the Play On Podcast, the football podcast, fortnightly. I go by the name of Ben English. Um, how's everyone doing today with my hosts? Um, we've got Ryan. Hayden. Hi, everyone. Well, thanks. Good, good, good. And we've got Ash.
1: Yo, yeah, what's going on?
0: All good, all good. And we've got Cal in the background. All good, all good. How you doing yourself, Ben? Yeah, good, man. Another Sunday. Really happy that the Premier League's back, football's back. It only feels like the other day that it finished and sort of games are games coming thick and fast. So, yeah, it's good to be back uh, at the beginning of the season. Um, how are you guys doing? Uh, everyone okay?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm all right, man.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so everyone, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, you tell a friend. Hopefully we can get you through your week. Everyone's getting back to work. Make sure you're wearing your mask on the train and the bus. You're washing your hands all that good stuff. Um, If you are interested in fantasy football, as I know everyone on the podcast is at the moment, we've got our beer, rap and banter podcast, Fantasy Football League. And if you want to join, you can join on uh, the pin. Here it is. It's I-E-24-U-0. That's I-E-24-U-0. And um, just keep an update on that on social medias. You can get Manager of the Week or you can get Waste Manager of the Week. <laughs> Something <laughs> that I've never had, I don't think. I don't even well, think I've, I've had Manager of the Week. I know nah, I is... Oh, you have, have, you, have, you, you have, have had Manager of the Week,
1: I remember. Uh, Manager Your of the best. Season. Manager of the Season. That's what oh,
0: we're here doing. We go. Ah,
1: here officially
2: we go. the 2019-2020 season winner. Congratulations to you.
0: It's okay, it's okay. Do you want to, you want to go in fantasy quickly? How's everyone's first few days gone on with fantasy football? Ash, first of all. <laughs> 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 it, it will turn
1: around, a, come on, man. Yeah, nah, listen, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint, but sometimes I like sprinting. <laughs> so, nah, it was poor. Um, yeah, let's just hope that today's better.
0: Okay, it will be, I'm sure it will be. Ryan, how's your, because you said your team was immaculate or perfect, I think you used the words the other day, so...
3: Yeah, it is. It is, but um, certain players let me down. I gambled on Danny Ings. I got I'd faith. faith in him. Don't know why. I woke up, i had a good feeling about Ings in my heart, and he let me down, man. He let me down. But I, I'm not gonna do that thing that I normally do where I play one week and then immediately use my wild card to change everything. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold for a bit and see how I get on. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's it. And Cal, how did your first sort of? Few games um, go on the weekend Saturday's game obviously Sunday games to
2: to go yeah I've still got a few players to play tomorrow but um it's been a pretty good first start you know I made a couple of mistakes didn't get Leno in my starting lineup so I missed out with some points there um got Saka in my team who didn't even play but you know um I've got, I've got a good few points so let's see what happens at the end of the week you know, we know I might 71 be up there points. Yeah, 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 we, oh, yeah. Okay. We'll see what happens at the end of the week. I might, I might
0: be up there. He's so humble. He's so humble with it. Seventy-one points. Did you? I'm gonna okay. check the league
2: to see what everyone else has got. Though someone might have hundred points. I don't know. Now you're second, G.
0: Mangal right. at seventy-seven.
2: But English, let let him know
3: the code once more, please.
0: Yeah, certainly. The code is bear with me. The code is I E. 2-4-U-O, oh. that's I for Iceland, <laughs> E for Echo, 24, U for Umbrella, and then the number 0. You don't yeah. want to be getting 0 points. That
3: was
0: definitely Cal- for me. Cal with a big 71 in the dance, yeah? Okay, Wilson, Salah. Uh,
2: yeah,
0: he went yeah, he went ham. Yeah, like, he went ham. You smacked it, Cal. Yeah man, now, Cal's on this thing, when, he concent- when, when when he's on it, he knows man, because I know Cal's got a knife at this thing, so, oh. It's early Wait. days man, why is uh, everyone sweating, it's literally um, yeah. the, the first week. music playing already in his head, he's getting ready to lift the trophy.
2: <laughs> nah, like Ash says, it's a marathon, not a sprint, Um, so you can start as well as you want, but it's all about how you finish.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, so we wish everyone the best of luck, if you're listening, don't forget to join, and don't forget to hit us up on the socials. Um and you can let us know how you're getting on. Uh, just kick-starting on reviews of the results of the games. One game, we'll go to the internationals just quickly, but one game that wasn't a sprint, seemed like a marathon. The England games, the two England games, um, mm. oh, a bit uninspiring. Um, Ash, I'll just start with you. What, what were your thoughts on the, uh, the, late, the late drama um, with the penalties? That was a bit strange, wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't even watch, I didn't watch any of the
1: games, to be fair. I'm not really into international like, games like this. When it's a tournament, like, I get active. Um, but yeah, England done what they had to do. The, the, like, they only scored one goal. A lot of their players didn't seem to really be on it. And obviously, there was some controversy around um, what some of the younger players were doing and who they were inviting into their hotel rooms, which we'll get onto a bit later on. But, but yeah, I just think it's weird because going into the summer... I think there was a lot of thought of England could really do well, and obviously that tournament got um, got cancelled. Um, there's a lot of players, but I do think there's a real imbalance with the players. Like there's some key positions that just don't have enough like the right level of quality, um, and I think Southgate really does need to address that and make sure he starts picking the right players. And when they lack creativity and they're only really bringing on someone like Grealish for the last 16 minutes of a game, mm. it doesn't really make sense. Um, so yeah. I think yeah, there's a lot. It, I think he's, he's now started to become under the microscope because he'd done so well two years ago. Um, and with the amount of talent that's meant to be around the squad, he um, now needs to move forward. So I think he's under a lot more pressure than he was, say, exactly a year ago. It's,
0: um, it's a poison chalice being the England manager. And I think mm. maybe the honeymoon period is slowly starting to wear off for him, where he did so well um, in the World Cup and he's so charismatic and he sort of got over the England losing on penalties. Uh, so we shall wait and see. It was a bit uninspiring. Um, Ryan, I'm just going to touch on another game that we just spoke about briefly, but with Portugal uh, winning and Ronaldo getting his 100th and 101 goals, um, did you see the goals? Did you, what was your thoughts on Ronaldo hitting another milestone in his international career?
3: Yeah, they're bangers. The goals he scored were bangers. Um, I was speaking earlier, the, the, the free kicks. The free kick certainly surprised me because he doesn't score free kicks in fact I think he's awful at them and when he pulls rank to take them I'm always like really? he scores the important ones like the really really important ones that's why he seems to pull it out of the bag but watching him play regular season like for Real Madrid back in the day I just think who is this guy? and when he didn't play he saw someone like Isco bag one it was kind of embarrassing but was good. It, was good for, um, it was good for him to score those goals and Port- Portugal with a long time with who was that guy who's used to play up front? N- Nunes. Cumbre's name, but they, they they didn't have a lot of success for a long time, and I always thought that they they're always lacking. And he's he's definitely um a, a massive addition and legend. This this definitely puts him up there in legendary status forever and ever. Like he didn't have yeah.
0: it already. He was already there, but yeah, great great finishes and further cementing himself. Maybe just nose in a he- nose in front of. Um, Messi as the greats so of the modern era, but that's another conversation for another time. Um, there, were, there were so many international games going on. It sort of eased us into the weekend of the Premier League has started. And we're going to start with the first game of the weekend that we saw. Newly promoted Fulham playing at home. Uh, Craven Cottage, a great stadium, sort of quite traditional in its, in its shape and atmosphere. Right on the Thames. And they were playing Arsenal, who had a number of new starts. Now, i watch this. I thought Fulham played really well the first sort of 10, 20 minutes. They pressed uh, and they were sort of going, you know, full guns blazing. They could have got an early goal with Gabriel and Leno making a sort of miscommunication at the back. And Leno keeping Arsenal in it. Um, and then another save sort of not long after. But after, after a while, Arsenal showing their class. And Fulham showing their defensive frailties with a number of goals. Um, Ash being a Guna, what was your thoughts on the way sort of Arsenal were were playing out of the press and just getting in the box? So many bodies just getting in the box and, and, with, and with great pace.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a really good start. And um, I, I, I was confident we'd win the game. Um, and then when I tuned in, I think I missed the first ten minutes. And then when I tuned in, I was like, okay, cool, quite leisurely. We um, got the goal. And I didn't really think we were ever in any real danger. And I just thought it was a matter of time before we got the second. And then when we got that and the third, then it was literally that game done. I was a bit upset. I thought I thought we could have gone for the juggler a bit more, like really enforced ourselves on them and put like say four or five past them. But again, I'm very I'm always that person who looks for say something else that could be that that could go well for us. But yeah, really good start. I think Fulham are, are gonna struggle. Um, they're down as one of the teams I've got to be relegated. And I saw a, I saw a um, like a meme saying when it comes to fantasy manager, just make sure you f- you um, captain an attacker playing Fulham because they're going they're going to ship a mm-hmm. lot of goals. And I think that is the case. They are going to ship a lot of goals moving forward. Um, yes. But yeah, that' no, was a good start. Um, we don't always start seasons very well, or like we scrape one 0 wins. So to get like a really solid three nil win was good. And obviously, William was probably the star with the three assists.
0: Yeah, I was going to get onto that. So, Ryan, thoughts on um, your old boy, William, sort of starting and then getting two assists? Um, Got three. It was, did two it, assists. Did it? No, it was two no,
3: because he had the two. shot,
0: the shot was saved. Uh,
1: no, but that, it. That, that,
0: that's it. That. That's counted kind as of an assist nowadays.
1: No, it
3: counts as an assist, but it's definitely not an assist the way we mean it. I think Arsenal yeah, yeah, yeah. fans are... Oh, up. no, that should, that should never be an assist
0: in any scheme. That should be in, uh, that should, that's not an assist in any... That's just the shot par- parried by the keeper and it's a tap-in. For one,
1: what they say is if the shot doesn't take place, then the chance doesn't come. So, technically, it is an assist because it creates the opportunity for the, for, for the goal. I don't agree with it. I'm just talking about how it would look in some ways.
3: Yeah, when we say purely assists, I, I think that a lot of Arsenal... Players saying three assists kind of gas it off a little bit. Billy, mm. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. really, he got two assists yeah. and he played well. I don't miss him. Um, mm. I hope that he brings you a lot, a lot of great players. I, like, I still love him as a player. Um, You're have... not
2: saying you don't miss him? No,
3: because we've got Fulicic, they're better stats. And you I'm looking, for... I'm, I'm,
2: I'm looking a... forward to the future.
3: That's what I'm saying. I'm looking forward. Uh, yeah. I don't think that he was the no, he's, a, he's a good signing for any team. I don't think he was smart giving him a three-year contract at 32. Um, that goes against our policy, but yeah, it was great seeing him and all the best to him, all the best to Arsenal.
0: Poor, um, poor defended by Fulham on especially a second goal. You can see that Arsenal have been working on some sort of set pieces. They just sort of stood in and around the keeper. They didn't even run, in, run onto the ball. Gabriel getting a, um, a goal for his first game. I thought it was a good game for him to start, pretty straightforward. And Xhaka and El you know, not really the most potent midfield, but a straightforward game for them to play. And El sort of just trying to get himself in the shop window. Uh, I don't think I can't see him staying. They're trying to, trying to get some as much money as they can to try and bring in Partey uh, and another player. Uh, talks of Martinez going to Villa, so he wasn't. In the squad, but more work from Fulham. Arsenal, I think they went for the jugular. I think they went for more, but, you know, it happens. Uh, So, yeah, good win for Arsenal. Clean sheet.
2: On on the topic of Martinez, I think that's actually confirmed now. 16 million is the reports that I've seen about Martinez to Aston Villa.
0: Okay. Um, I wish him good luck, as he was a great servant for Arsenal. Moving on, and I know a lot of people had... Uh, a Southampton striker, whether it was Danny Ings or Adams in their front two against a Palace team that you know hadn't been firing last season, known for their defensive sort of sturdiness at times with their manager, and they pulled out a one-nil win. Um, anyone see that, Ryan? What do you think of the uh, the Palace sort of
3: um, Palace win? I mean, it was fine. It was. I, 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 my main focus was on uh Southampton yeah. trying to continue their 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 form. And I was oh, I, I don't really care about Crystal Palace. I don't I I I don't really care about them. They're just always gonna be fourteenth or fifteenth. I, I wasn't particularly, you know, blown away by anything that they did. Zahar's doing what Zaha does. Um I stuck partly feel sorry for the fact he's still there. Um I feel like he should go overseas but Chris Palace as a team I just don't care about him I just don't care about him
0: It was um, Ralph it who praised VAR as it resulted in Carl Walker-Peters avoiding a red card this mm. is where we're seeing it's, it's VAR work like the system works it's the people using it that may need to brush up on their skills or help override the referee's decision or a bit more communication and we should be seeing that a lot more this season the VAR's had a, see- had a season to embed itself in to the system um, and we've seen it with the Walker Eaters, who was dismissed for a high challenge on uh, Mitchell, who's everyone sort of under the radar. Well, now not, we've paid it up, but under the radar, £4 million defender on fantasy. Um, and then the red card was overturned by John Moss to a yellow. So VAR being used there. Uh, like Ryan was saying, eyes on Southampton. They weighed they pass and move. You know, they're an attractive team, mm. and they just needed to put their chances to bed. Uh, they lost. Is it Heiberg to Spurs? Yeah,
2: good player.
0: Yeah, good player. He's an enforcer in front of the back for for Spurs now. The Ket Walker-Peters. So, more goals hopefully for Danny Ings. And Palace just finding out the 1-0 wins. Not doing anything amazing. they got Eze. I think that's how you pronounce it. I like like the look of him. He looks like another sort of Townsend uh, slash Zaha. And it's good to see if he makes the jump up into the Premier League, okay. The game, thoughts on Ash Liverpool Leeds. Now this is this is probably the weekend or the Saturday games. with the newly promoted Leeds against Liverpool, and what a game! Ash, did you see it? I know you did.
1: <laughs> yeah, I watched it through gritted teeth.
0: Um, so yeah, very impressed with Leeds.
1: Um, just in terms of how brave they were, um, really kind of going for it, committing black players forward. Well sometimes what you find is when the promoted side comes up, they just want to just get to half time nil-nil. Um but they went for it and they were behind three times and got back to 3-3. Some really good goals as well. I know the second mm. goal um was a mistake from Van Dyke, but the first goal from Harrison, the touch the come inside kind of yeah, Trend, yeah. and then, then then to skip Gomez and then the find, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was top. And I think the third goal where Helder Costa played it into click, yeah, again it was poor, it was poor from the Liverpool midfield the touch and the composure was, was, was really good. Salah's, Salah's second goal was outstanding. Like, yeah. absolutely outstanding. But, Liverpool got three gifts. They got the penalty, which wasn't a penalty. Yeah. Then they've got um, Van, like Van Dijk unmarked in the middle of the six-yard box just coming through. And then, it was such a lazy challenge from Rodrigo on Fabinho. Um, so, Liverpool actually rode their luck. But again, that's what, that's what champions do, right? They, they find wins when Really, intrigued, they don't really play very, very well.
2: But yeah, it was a like we mistake to from. Lose. A, so I was just gonna say it was a rare mistake from Virgil Van Dijk in there that gifted Leeds a goal as well, um, and uh, hopefully we won't see much more of that this season. Uh, Why? Well, hopefully, yeah, I'm, I'm here.
1: For it. <laughs> 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 I'm here for it. Now, in, in all seriousness, I mean Leeds like, like Leeds are really good, and uh, to me it was a bit of a nothing game for them. Like they're not expected to win. They've just come up their way to the champions, um, but they've shown that they're a real threat, and actually once I think they get a few more of their players back and settled into how they want to play, they're going to do some really good things. Yeah.
0: There was the other chance that Van Dijk goal disallowed where mm. uh, Curtis Jones sort of blocked, slashed, fouled mm. the runner. Um, sometimes that's given, other times it wasn't. You know, yesterday it wasn't. Um, Liverpool having to dust the cobwebs off, leads coming at them, firing. And it's just an indication of how Bielsa wants them to play. Mm. I mean, I mean if, the, if the fans are there, arguably it's a whole different environment. You know, Anfield with fans is a, a completely different setup. I know the Leeds of travelling fans are amazing. Um, it, was a good, it was a great game and some contenders for goal of the, goal of the month already with uh, Abamyangs, and then the handful of goals that we saw at Anfield so a really great game and a great advert for the Premier League and showing the Championship team we, we, we they're here to stay I think everyone's predictions have got Leeds sort of top pushing half. for top top half if not higher
3: and based on based on what I saw Liverpool ain't retaining shit if they play like this I don't think they're retaining anything I think I think that this game um, I was about an hour in and I said, this is a game that makes them have to stop stop messing around and go and get Tiago. They look like they're missing the Tiago in the seventh
1: Yeah, mm. I agree. I think the composition of their midfield is missing something now. I think mm-hmm. to push them to the next level, they need, they need a bit more than, than just like heart and endeavour. They need a little bit more class in the middle of the park. And, 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 and as well, I think Firmino's position is going to come under even more oh, scrutiny. Mate.
0: I was just going to get onto that. So he had he had a chance. There was there was more sort of stats and information thrown around Twitter about again not scoring, and he does, and then other people saying he does so much off the ball, and he clock, you know, you can't drop him because he allows the others to mix in. But if they hadn't a striker that's getting the goals, getting the opportunities, or taking taking the heat off the other two, mm. then they, then they've gone absolutely clear. But can he be dropped? You know, are you going to put Origi in? Are you going to put? Um, is it Ilamino, the,
1: uh,
0: Amino, the Asian player? So, some faults some for Klopp. Um, they, they got the win, that's the main thing, and they kick-started um, the season that way. Um, just moving on, a team that's going to be in desperate trouble, I feel. Uh, <clears throat> their captain wasn't happy with the selling of one of their rising stars to West Brom, um, and then West Ham losing to Newcastle. Mm. Bit of a nothing game I mean there wasn't much there eyes were on Saint Maximum and the eventual goal scorer Callum Wilson I'm really happy to see Callum Wilson doing well I've got a lot of time for him I think he's a you know solid striker um, good honest player uh, English player as well so happy for them and Newcastle spending a bit of money Ryan um, any thoughts on sort of the, our East London neighbours their demise really yeah.
3: West Ham are just doing what West Ham does um I reckon they're going to struggle again this season. Uh, I think they've addressed the issue that they had.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not looking good, not looking good. Declan save them enough. No, no. Should be interesting to see what happens in a handful of games. Um, right, moving on. We've got the Sunday predictions. We've got West Brom, Leicester. Uh, Cal, what are your thoughts on Leicester
2: um, playing the new boys? I quite fancy Leicester to pick up where they left off last season. They they played pretty well towards the end of last season. They had a bit of a blip um, right after the break, but towards the end of the season, they sort of picked it up again. Yeah. And uh, I'm expecting Vardy to be banging the goals. The uh, you know, the the Golden Boot winner, the top scorer of last season's campaign.
3: Mm,
0: they're um they're a bit thin on the ground. I think in defence, a number of injuries, and so. We can see goals today, not as many maybe as, as yesterday's Liverpool-Leeds game, but definitely a few goals in there. And West Brom looking to uh, kick-start their campaign back in the Premier League. They won't want to start with a loss. So, interesting. Um, results rounds. Let's just go through the results then. So, Kyle, what are you saying? Leicester win?
2: I'm going for Leicester win.
0: Yeah. Um, should we be so bold to score? Ash, Leicester win? West Brom True. win? Draw. Sure. Draw. Oh, Side. Yeah,
3: draw sounds, good. draw sounds good draw
0: sounds good are we going for a Desmond are we going for 1-1 nah, 1-1 a... one, one. One, one. ok also people are getting their bets in uh, listeners just you know as always gamble responsibly and when the fun stop stop be yeah, there. don't listen to us <laughs> we're not the best at this <laughs> yeah. well especially as the podcast comes out Monday and the results are oh
3: yeah on. that's true oh,
0: <laughs> yeah <worry. laughs> And we've got... Right, this game is going to be really interesting. We've got Spurs and Everton. Everton spending a, more money. They spend so much each season. They've, they've spent again. And against a Spurs team, we've got Doherty, 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 Doherty in. And um, a few more players in. We'll start. Ryan, Spurs, Everton, what's your thoughts?
3: Um, I reckon Everton are going to give Spurs ahead of a time. Um is a good addition, so you should show up, up the defence a bit more, especially if you're thinking about bloody Sergio, yeah, who's an absolute calamity. Mm. Um, I'm interested to see how Spurs midfield works together. Um, and, yeah, they've been kind of needing to show up their... Mid- they they, they need to show up, show up their, uh, their spine. They would show up their spine. I'm interested to see how Spurs play against this new-look Everton. I, don't think Everton, I think Everton are going to push on and really fight for that maybe top six place with the team, with the, with the, with the um, players they have now. The players and that, that manager, they're fully equipped to do bits. And I think that it's going to be difficult for Spurs unless they've got their, their shit in order uh, with their spine. Do
0: you fancy an Everton win, away win?
3: Uh, I reckon this would be a draw as well. Two draws. I think it'll be a draw. I think it be, I think
1: it'll be um 1-0. 1-0. Ash. So Doherty's a really good fullback, but I think he's an even better wing back. So and he doesn't normally play free at the back. So I'm going to be interested to see exactly how he sets up. Um I still think I think Hoiberg's a good a good signing for them. I still think they lack some creativity in the middle of the park. Um but then they've got some really good wingers. I think Spurs win this. Both teams to score. I think Spurs win this. But I do think they need some form of creativity in the middle of the park to actually really challenge um, to get back into the top four again. So I think, yeah, I think maybe 2-1, 3-1 one, one to Spurs.
0: This is your thoughts where Kane's going to do his
1: thing? Listen, I'm telling you this year, I can guarantee Harry Kane is going to score a brace today. And I'm just, just going to turn my phone off. <laughs> that I will not be contactable for 24 hours just letting everyone know that <laughs> Clough
0: can you see anything other than a Spurs win
2: I do like a draw in this game um, I think 1-1 one, one, like Ryan suggested sounds kind of realistic to me um, Ancelotti's team should be playing a lot more attractive football with the likes of Hamas Rodriguez in there um, you'd think that um, Ancelotti can get a little bit more out of Moise Keane as well Um and uh, maybe James Rodriguez could be the person to to, to link up with Keane and, and to form mm-hmm. a formidable attacking partnership. Don't forget, they've already got Richarlison. Um, all three of those players are going to be a bit of a handful for Spurs. Dominic Calvert-Lewin um, bagged a few goals last season as well. So will, will, it'll be interesting to see how they line up. I'm quite excited about this game, you know. Um, you know, we talked about Doherty as well. And uh, I think Doherty is amazing going forward. His crossing ability has got to be one of the best wide players that can swing in a ball in the league. Uh, so to have the attacking threat of Doherty in Spurs' defence um, could actually unlock a bit more potential from Harry Kane. Um, getting those crosses in, Kane with the headers, Ali's pretty good in the air as well. Um, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was actually tempted to put Doherty in my uh, fantasy team, to be fair. Uh, Actually, it's weird because I think that could be a clean sheet. That could actually be Doherty Uh swinging in the ball, goal for Spurs, 1-0, 2-0, something like that. Um, But then Everton, because they're a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team, we don't know which Everton's going to show up. They do have the potential to win this game. Uh, It could be a draw. Uh, I'll go 1-1.
0: Interesting. And yeah, Everton have got Decorey. It should be interesting to see him. And um, Rodriguez obviously won't be fit yet, so a lot of pressure on uh, Keane and Calvert-Lewin. Hopefully Calvert-Lewin can push on, because he had a decent little run midway through the season, uh, and I know the manager likes him a lot. Um, Right, moving on, we've got Monday night's ones. Let's go Sheffield United Wolves. I can't see anything more than the 0-0... (laughs) <laughs> one all maybe if that it's hoping for the clean sheets um, this game sort of yeah doesn't excite me too much just yet I think if Wolves were sort of free-flowing a few more games in there could be something about it but can't see anything more than that quick re- quick predictions on that and the Brighton Chelsea game will go will go from Cal, Ash and then Ryan with Sheffield United Wolves and then Brighton Chelsea what are your thoughts? Sheffield
2: United Wolves I'm going for a clean sheet and uh, I'm going to go with a 0-0 Sheffield United awards oh sorry am I doing Brighton and Chelsea as well
0: can do mm. if you want yep
2: yeah. um, so Brighton Chelsea 3-0 Chelsea couple of goals from the new boy uh not up top interesting yeah I think it'll be a draw tomorrow
1: um, even 0-0 1-1 um and I think Chelsea win that game 3-1. Yeah, um
3: I think Wolves will beat Sheffield United, maybe a 2-0. Um I think that Traore will come, uh, yeah, the, the Dharma Trier will just will burn Sheffield out. Um and Chelsea I see Werner Verna, Verna getting two. Uh, a third are coming from. Actually, I, th- I see, I see, I see four goals. I see four Chelsea goals in this game. I was going to say that. four. I see four... Yeah, four. Uh, I'm not sure. Brighton might, Brighton might get one if they're lucky. I reckon um, we're going to see some some madness from the Riza Balaga this season. Um, so they might get one. They might. Interesting. Yeah,
0: I, I can't see anything past the Chelsea win in a style. Frank Lampard's got a lot to prove now. He's he's a Interviewed the other day, he was saying, I've not come here to sort of bring players through and to uh, maybe challenge. I come to win, so the, the, the heat's going to start to be applied to him. Obviously, they've spent more money and they've bought some really solid players which fit the team as well. Be interested to see what happens with Tammy. Um, with it. He gets it get, run.
3: Rid. get rid, no, get rid, get rid, get rid, absolutely get rid, mate. Oh, no, I'm not a big fan of Tammy. And I'm um, um, also if Frank Lampard gets fired, and so be it. Bring someone else to we'll win something, we'll win something else.
0: Just, just Ch- a quick Chelsea, wait. Chelsea, wait. Just a quick thought: Tammy Abraham or Eddie Nketiah? Uh, Tammy. Tammy's <laughs> better than Eddie. Definitely. Is he a better finisher? Is he a more go- is he is he goal you know goal scorer? No, so 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 like Eddie Nket A.K.A. Marlowe,
1: my name is my name (laughs) (laughs) he's 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 more clinical and he'll sniff out goals but I think Tammy's got a a better range for his finishes interesting interesting
2: I think Eddie's uh, a little bit behind Tammy in terms of development Um, I'd like to see at the end of the season what kind of season Eddie has this season but I, I do think he's got potential to be a better player than Tammy but Tammy's better right now okay I'll
0: take that I'll take that right that is our prediction for the fixtures of sunday and monday straight to the news we're going to go into is there anything else uh, oh, No. i'm going to do our
1: overall predictions first for the season. oh yeah just
0: go for it sorry yeah do you want to leave now? <coughs> sorry, my bad. Yeah. yeah so we've decided um
1: as a BRB um quartet to put our predictions in we want everyone to save this podcast and basically <laughs> at the end of the season come back and laugh at us <laughs> when we get everything wrong, besides one of us get maybe what, what, well, we should maybe put like points to this. So, for instance, if Liverpool win the league, whoever picks Liverpool, they get a point. Let's see, let's see who's got the most points at the end of the end of the year. Um, so yeah, so I'll lead. So, I believe Liverpool will be champions. I believe the Champions League places will be City, Chelsea, and maybe just United. I think. Fulham, West Brom and Brighton will get relegated. Although, having seen West Ham yesterday, I may have meant that. Um, Carabao Cup is basically City's possession. They always love it. Just like the FA Cup's ours, so I've got that as well. Player of the year to be Mane and top scorer to be either Aubameyang or Harry Kane.
0: You've got to choose one. You've got to choose one. No. Why not?
1: Because <laughs> we've, we've, had, we've had joint people at first.
0: I oh, so, so you saying they're both gonna be joint scorer. Yeah yeah so I think okay, both right, of them right, will be, all
1: right, all right, will yeah, be top right, goal scorer. Right. I thought he was like, um, sitting on the fence. No, 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 no. I think both of them will be top goal scorer. I reckon I'll get that 24, both of them this season. Jeez, 24, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, so I really need to get him into my team. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ryan, what are you saying?
3: <sighs> top 4 Mm-hmm. No, I know I'm gonna get some slander for this. Uh weirdly enough I see United winning the league this year <laughs>
1: wow <laughs> okay
3: I see United winning the league I, bro, it's one of those things again it's like how I wake up and I just have a vision I'm like <laughs> do United have what it takes to win you the you need league? to go back what to night? sleep bro bro nah man I don't know bro I don't know Man United if they get their shit together They've got enough to do absolute madness. I, I, I see them. I can see them winning the league. Liverpool, I'm not convinced by. Man City, I don't know who. who I, I don't know how they how they're going to gel. I think that they needed Messi to push on, and now without their who's their who's their big signing? Who's their marquee signing this year? They did sign someone. Ake. Didn't they from Spain. Okay. <laughs> <Ake. Ake. laughs> That's so, actually, them. the person that pushes them past <laughs> who? I don't, I don't know. But for, nah, not for me,
2: man. Um, Didn't they send someone from Spain as well? Like, yeah, uh, Ferran Torres. That's the one.
3: Nah, it's, it's, not, it's not for me, man. I think, But I think United will win it. I think United, um, City will finish second, though. I feel that Liverpool will finish third. With fourth, I think we'll go to Arsenal. You're not backing your boys? I think. I think. I've, I've played football manager enough to know you can't throw four, five, or six new players into a squad and expect perfection. These signings, I am nervous by the number of them we've made all at the same time. I didn't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand the Habits purchase as much as I like him as a player um, for what I did see of him. I don't understand how we're going to get these players to gel and know each other. Um, and I think Arsenal. Um, I think that Arsenal have the best. Former player manager, there is. Yeah, obviously, not talking about um, Ancelotti and the Moldas players. I'm talking about um
2: current, of the yeah, generation. Yeah.
3: That we, yeah, current. You know what I mean. if the Premier League years, I think that they have the best manager, and they've got a solid team. if they play well in, in that system as they're supposed to, then they can. They can. They can definitely get to top four. I would to find out um the
1: relegated team so who what are the three teams that are are going to be going down Ryan
3: boy who was in the battle last year Um, Aston Villa are done Fulham are done and I haven't seen West Brom play so I'll say Aston Villa Fulham for now Uh, maybe West Ham Okay.
1: Um, and then the Cups Carabao Cups and FA Cup
3: FA Cup uh, Spurs Carabao Cup Probably Man City again.
1: Okay, and then Player of the Year.
3: Player of the Year. Let's see. Maybe De Bruyne again. Okay, and your top goal scorer? Top goal scorer is going to be uh Diaby.
2: Okay, interesting.
1: Um, Cal, you're up next. What's your list?
2: Um, I have gone for the idealist. <laughs> yeah. In the ideal world. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm speaking it into existence, right? This is what I want it to happen, right? Arsenal to win the Champions League. Um, the other Champions League places probably going to be City, Liverpool, United. Um, relegation, Tottenham, West Ham and Chelsea. Arsenal to win the Carabao Cup Arsenal to win the FA Cup Player of the Year Aubameyang Top scorer Golden Boot Obama Obama who?
1: Okay (laughs) So do you remember you said that you had um, Turkish food yesterday? Yeah (laughs) I want to go to that Turkish shop and think about what they sprinkled in it (laughs) That is I love it That is the ultimate Arsenal the ultimate Arsenal coming up. Um, All of our
2: London man. rivals getting relegated. Mm-hmm. Us winning the league and the Champions League. Well, us being... Champions, the Champions League. Qualifying <laughs> the Champions League. Uh, well, that. yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Winning, us winning the Champions League would be uh, a fantasy, but us winning the league. Honestly, I do mm-hmm. think um, Arte is showing signs that he can work magic, man. He can work with the players that we've got at the moment, you know, if we sprinkle one or two more bits of gold dust in there, if we can get a Thomas Partey that we've been linked with mm. or an hour that we've been linked with, I'm sure uh, Arteta can get more out of those players. Ozil is still at the club. There might be a situation where, you know, we need to play him in behind the strikers and with Lacazette in form scoring goals, Aubameyang in form scoring goals, Willian playing well and in form, Pepe to come off the bench in the rotation. Man, I, I just kind of feel that like really, we've reinforced at the back really well with Gabriel, Saliba's come back. Um, I do really think that even when injuries hit and when we have to rotate the squad, we're still going to be able to put good players out on the field. And we're looking, the squad is looking in a really great shape, the kind of shape that I, I haven't seen at Arsenal for a long time. So I think... You know, the sky's the limit. Why not? Let's see, let's see how far Arteta can take us to see. No, I hear that.
1: I think that's why I've been reluctant to put us in the top four, because I still think in the centre of the park, we don't have enough. I think if we got Aurier or um, Partey, I'd be a lot more um, confident about what, like, what we do. But yeah, OK, let's see. And Ben, finally, over to you. What's yeah. your breakdown?
0: So I've got Champions Liverpool. I think they've got enough to do it again. Um, I think City are one, I mean you can say this about most teams, like one injury away from all capitulating but I think City more so, Laporte or De Bruyne if they go down where Liverpool seem to have cover when uh, certain defenders or players were missing and I know they're going to get some new players in possibly and their youth players are coming in to sort of bear the load on other games Uh, and I think Klopp's got them now the mentality of just keep going and they just hit the ground running and they could go up a few gears if they wanted to, they could tear any team apart in the Premier League, like firing on all cylinders. Uh, So I've got Liverpool winning it. I've got Champions League places. I have City, Chelsea and Arsenal. Uh, I was tempted to put Arsenal out of that and put Man United in instead, as I feel the, the regime of Europa football can, you know, just kill us uh, traveling to bloody deepest, darkest Bulgaria or, you know, Hungary or whatever. So, I'm going to go out and say Arsenal. Relegation, I've got Fulham, West Brom, and I've got Brighton. Um, it's pretty straightforward there. Brighton, bit of a nothing team, really. Uh, if they go down, I won't be upset. Any yeah. type of teams, like, you know, a bit of anything, really. Offer nothing to the party. Fulham and West Brom, obviously the new boys. Fulham, definitely. Uh, West Brom, yeah. Uh, Carabao Cup, I've got Everton. Cup team, mm, I think they did, you know, I think they made the FA Cup final once, so they won it, and they need something they're not going to do as well in the league as maybe Ryan predicted, but Ancelotti could make them push on for a cup. I think, definitely think Everton can set their sights on a cup of some sorts, and the Carabao seems the lesser of two. FA, we've got Man City. Uh, player of the Year, I've got man like Raheem Sterling.
1: OK, OK. I think,
0: I think he's going to be, you know, back from injury, he's going to pop. He's just got his deal with clerks. He's going to be rocking his wannabe clerks. Uh, <laughs> he's going to be doing it for, like, just shutting the media up and just, yeah, he's going to be, he's, I hope he's just going to do it for sort of, just do it, just do it. And then Namo Salah for top goal scorer. He's already banged in three, so he's a head start of everyone. Yeah. He's looking super sharp. He's on penalties like you said. Um, he'll be cutting and pasting. Yeah, so that is my prediction there. Wonderful. Oh. Moving on. I hope that was everyone, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see. So yeah, listeners again. So don't forget if you want to hit us up or if you just want to take part, or just let us know for the banner. Who do you think is going to win the league? What are the other Champions League places? Who's getting relegated? Who's winning the Carabao Cup? Who's winning the FA Cup? Who is your player of the year? And who will be the top goal scorer with the golden boots? Moving swiftly on. Time is of the essence. And time had run out for these two young men. Teenagers, really, not men. Can't really call them men yet. They're boys, uh, although they play with men. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when girls put on their social media that you tried to get them in their room? We've got <laughs> the remix.
3: Wow. Remix. Wow. remix,
0: come again. <laughs> <laughs> Did it scan? <laughs> but it's <won't. laughs> cool. And Phil Foden, proper Manchester Scallies, trying to get. Into their apartments. Um, I mean, look, we've all been there as young lads. We've all been on holiday, or even maybe on school trips, or or friends, or whatever, trying to get you know holler at the girls, the local girls. Um, poor error of judgment. I mean, it who, who, who wasn't talking his words. First? Firstly, I thought maybe yeah, it was a poor poor judgment, and they should have been paired up with some senior players to keep an eye on them. What with social media, everything you do now is broadcast and it was in everyone's WhatsApp groups the next few days and they've been able to train on their own and obviously been given a, a dressing down by their club managers and their international manager. So, um, Ryan, what's your thoughts, Ryan? Lads,
3: while the lads are away? Lads. Yeah, two, two young lads out of town, out, out of the country, lack of supervision, so just having a, having a good old time. Um, they really should have had someone chaperoning them. Um, But not not to excuse their behaviour, they should really know better, especially on international duty, your first time out on international duty. You really, really should have known better. And there's a lot of pressure coming down on on Greenwood now, people saying that the media's going to treat him like the new Rashford. Uh, Meanwhile, Phil Foden, who apparently has a girlfriend and a baby, he's received a lot less energy. Um, Interesting. Interesting with the media. Bro, it's just the media doing what the media does. But... Yeah, yeah. Phil Foden should definitely be more scrutinised than than Greenwood currently is. So it says a lot. But ultimately, they both should have known better. I know that I certainly wouldn't have been doing that at at that age or any age during a global pandemic. Yeah, Mm. during
0: the pandemic. During normal time, of course, you'd be out there. Yeah. Or you'd be... I mean, modern day, like I said, social media. Did you hear the one Ainsley Maitland-Niles was uh, apparently trying to disable the smoke alarm while they were trying to get the girls in? So he was trying to... Defensive
1: duties. I think that's it, and I think when you talk about COVID and everything that's kind of going on, this then has a negative effect because if, for instance, they say okay, you now have to isolate for two weeks, that means they're not going to be available for first round of games for their respective teams. Yeah, Um, and there's a knock-on effect of it. And yeah, yeah, like I think these things happen. Like you're young, you're going to be mature. I think it was quite natural to put the two boys together because they're of the same age. They're going to be rooming together it actually did make sense for them to be together. What didn't make sense is for them to do that during COVID. And especially the fact that, like, even knowing little things like letting the girls be on their phones while they're with them, like, of course they're going to be telling their friends who they're with. And these things get out very, very quickly now. So there's even little things. I'm not saying I know this, but I know a lot of people will be like, okay, cool, if you're going to come here, phones go in the bag, like NDAs, all of these things are what happen to ensure that people can still do whatever they want to do. Yeah. So, it's, so it's like they're green on a number of levels. They're green in terms of football, but they're also green in terms of how to get away with these things. Mm-hmm. I would
2: go with the word naive. Um, mm. I mean, Ash is talking about getting the girls to sign non disclosure agreements. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think an 18 year old and a 20 year old are really. Some do. On, some do, though, some, 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 some people are savvy. They should be they, because mm. of their status, you know. Mm, they yeah. are professional footballers they are superstars um they're some of the most recognizable faces in the country um and when they go outside of the country that doesn't change they're still they're like global superstars man played for the england national team um but you know i do think that the response that southgate took was very appropriate you know he sent a message and just let everybody know that this this kind of stuff isn't what we're supposed to be doing here we're here to work um, and we move, you know, I don't think it should be made a big deal of it in the media mm-hmm. I, think we should, I think they've been punished. they'll feel shame they, you know, they didn't get to play for their country um, then we should move on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Talking, of, uh, talking of Green um, our next story, we've got Hector Bellerin invests in Forest Green Rovers as becomes a, a minor shareholder um, as he wants to sort of help push the, uh, the eco-friendly team and the thoughts of looking after the environment. This is a really interesting interview that he gave um, online. And I, I listened to it where he's uh, a, mi- a minority stakes shareholder in the league two club. Uh, and it's, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for Bellerin. I know he's a big advocate for it. He's gone vegan and he's always talking about it and, uh, at every opportunity. And he's trying to educate fans and players. And even though he gets a bit of stick, it's a, uh, it's a, po- it's a positive move. Um, I'm really happy for it. Cal, uh, what's your thoughts on Bellerin taking a step forward with this eco-friendly football team?
2: Yeah, I mean, Bellerin, like, um, people that know me and know my opinions on, on Arsenal and players and stuff, they'll know that Bellerin's a player that I really like. And this is an example of why I really like him. He just seems like a really good egg, you know? Um, and he's someone who... A vegan supports. Egg. <laughs> yeah, he's someone who supports good causes, um, He's, he's donated to charity. He's um, I think he's got a cause he supports with planting new trees and things like this. So yeah. he's very green-focused. And I just think this is absolutely perfect. It's really good to see um, a young footballer. Um, I mean, we say young because we're used to him being a youth player. He's probably about 25, 26 now, isn't he? Um, but it's good to see um, quite he's still a still young man thinking about investments and you know investing in a football club. That's a huge business move that he's made there. Not only... The fact that it's eco-friendly and it's a it's a club with a zero carbon footprint, I believe. Yeah, um, with like wooden wooden panels, or, or they're building like a a building completely or majority made from wood um, to be like you know um, really green um, and eco-friendly. And and I just think it's it's a positive thing for the environment. It's a great example of how a football club can be modern and good for the environment. Um, and, yeah, and it's a great business move as well it's a good example for everyone out there uh, on the, this is the kind of thing that you should do when you get some money make some investments make some business moves so shout out to Bellerin mm.
0: they got um, they, yeah, shout out to Forest Green who got a, an away win against Bolton uh, the other day so I'm all for it uh, Ash and Ryan sort of you think more players could, could follow suit and, and support these schemes I think it's important that they do to help the environment definitely
3: I think a lot of players do this. Don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I was was on Twitter the other day and people think that uh, footballers get international uh, pay and just use it to, you know, go on vendors. But they actually have a lot of foundations, a lot of charities. They do a lot. Mm -hmm. They do a lot for the community. And the Spurs documentary, um, which is on Amazon currently, um, you see the players really put their time in the community. It's, It's lovely. I see this. You see it in Man City as well. Um, it's not just all fast cars it's not all just you know, excessive spending and yeah. you know, messing about you really do see them put back into the community so a lot of footballers are doing it and many more will so but shout for out the to em- um, for, the, yeah.
0: for the environment though I'm saying yeah
3: it's good to support the community. no, no, no of, course, the of course of course of no, course, they are and people are people are doing a lot for the environment um, people are doing a lot for every charity
2: so shout out to footballers in general I like that message that Ryan's got to you. It's not all fast cars and Icelandic women. That's it.
0: (laughs) Although it helps.
2: (laughs) Well, grannies, shout out to uh, Wayne.
0: Um, Just talking about community, we've got Premier League drops Black Lives Matter badge and replaces it for no room for racism. Um, Mm. I think we can all agree it doesn't really matter what's, well, I mean, what's your thoughts, but it doesn't really matter what's on there as long as there's, there's it's, it's time for action now. I mean, the mm. talking's done. You could have all the badges and symbols, but more needs to be done uh, in a wider sense of um, eradicating the bigotry or supporting people. Um, they could have anything on the shirts. You know, I don't think it matters. I'm thinking about that, but there needs to be more support, education and helping people. Um Ash, were your thoughts that they changed it from No Room for Racism? Uh, changed it to No Room for Racism?
1: Yeah, like no, I think obviously like the BLM is still very much prevalent. Um yeah. it still needs to remain. I saw that it still comes up on like say Sky's advertising. So when I was watching the game yesterday there was still like the Black Lives Matter campaign. Um the Premier League are probably becoming a bit more inclusive. So obviously there's like anti Semitism as well that comes under racism. So maybe they're saying to themselves they need to to, they need to be open to everything that is, is racist, which, again, I agree with. However, I do still feel there needs to be a particular effort for Black Lives Matter because it is still a very, very relevant and topical um, ty- um, topical issue at the moment. Um, what I also do think is, there's, so they're still going to be kneeling before some games, I believe, or there's still the option to kneel before certain games. So, um, yeah, like we said... I, I'm, I'm all for talk, that's great, but if there's talk, no action, then it's pointless. I'd yeah. rather people stay quiet, so we need to see action. That's what I want to see next.
2: I'm, I'm personally yeah. quite happy with um, this move away from the Black Lives Matter yeah. movement because this is football now saying, okay, we're going to do something about it. We're mm. not just going to jump on the bandwagon. And <laughs> no room for racism. I think it was it was in operation before. Um, the Black Lives Matter campaign uh, rose to prominence, um, and it's just good to see that they're continuing with that. And now this is going to be a focus, a focus point in football for the foreseeable, I think. Um, yeah, no, the Black Lives Matter
3: coming off the sleeves and coming off the, the, the you know the merchandise, if you want to call it that, um, that's fine. Because for me, the Black Lives Matter movement. Or is it the organisation? It's like, you can't just say, put this Black Lives Matter anymore because mm. certain people have have branded it and has, has you know, you got BLM UK, BLEA BAM, BLA Black Lives Matter US and they've all got their own mission statements of what they're, out, mm. they're set out to do. So mm. Black Lives Matter has become really much of a blanket statement. Mm. Now, we've had Kick It Out in the past. Anyone that plays football manager, championship manager, has seen Kick It Out for many years. You just click the button for it. I don't see... Kick It Out doesn't really mean anything. Uh, what, what's this new one, um, English?
2: No room um, for racism. No
3: room for racism. Cool. This is all great. Great campaign. Slap on a sleeve. I want to see fans banned for life. Yeah. I need. I need to see consequences. More than that. And a- Actionable changes.
0: Yeah. More. Yeah, than like need- you want to see teams maybe? So maybe you want to see teams docked points. Teams yes. where it hits them. You know, I know. They could argue, well, this this fan is not a representation of who we are as a team, as a you know as a team or whatever. But you've got a hit the message home and where it hurts, in the points, not yeah. in the pocket, or drop them down, you know, give them a ban, Tim at the FA Cup or whatever, Europe, international. If you're going to kick a fan out, there's going to be ways that this fan... It, it, I can't even call him a fan. If you're a racist bigot, you're not a fan of football. You're just going there to cause... Issues And they'll get kicked out They can come back in again Whatever So it's Something needs to be done I'm I'm with you right now Yeah well well,
3: well, This is the thing You see it with um, With mosques They say Oh Muslim community Please go go inside your mosques And weed out the The bad eggs Or weed out the Anyone you've seen Who may be doing extremism Whatever the hell Do the same with footballers If you want your team To be punished Mm. Go into your club And weed them out Weed them out Mm. Into
0: the pubs Into the You know what I mean Yeah that's when you hear it. When you hear your racist comments, when you hear the bigotry comments, you got to challenge. You've got to challenge your friends, challenge your people, challenge your family, and I think that's what it's down to. And I, I definitely think sort of the time for more action. You could have anything on the sleeve, like you said. These are good, catchy slogans and buzzwords, but we've got to, we've got to make a concerted effort mm-hmm. to.
2: Yeah, I do think there is some changes happening. You know, in football behind the scenes, we talked about on the podcast before. Uh, how Eniola luko was, was being invited to, um, to make some changes with the PFA. Um, and I think there were some other people being invited, some other black people being invited onto the board and stuff like that. So these are the guys that are going to be able to, you know, now when, when something happens, they're going to be able to represent the interests of black people. And um, at, like, you know, a senior level in football, and on top of that, you know, we want to see more things happening behind the scenes, more representation. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and eventually mm. things will change because I think what probably the problem is now is there will be a decision maker that comes across a racist problem. And to them, it's not a big deal. Mm. So they treat it like it's not a big deal. But when you have a person that is directly affected by that, a person from that marginalized group that has to make that decision. Now, their, dis- their decision is going to be, you know, mm. they're going to be harsh with it and obviously when you get a harsh punishment, you're going to think twice, aren't you?
0: Yeah. Just to echo that, just to echo that, we want to see more uh, diversity within the linesmen, the referees, the coaches, the, the TV production company, the VAR, the, you know, everything, not, and the managers as well, the uh, chairmen, you, you want to see it inside and from the ground level up, so it can start to make these massive changes and, and educating the children and, and trying to educate people more. So, we welcome that We welcome that Right Well a heavy, uh, heavy sub- Not a heavy subject An important subject to end on I do believe we've got all Subjects covered Just because of time I don't know if there's anything else I may have missed out Or would like to address quickly Just I'd a like quick to...
1: shout Sorry oh, Go ahead Just a shout out to Troops um, Yes From AFTV um, He's leaving To go and launch his own podcast um, With Basketball.
0: Basketball, um, yeah. And moving
1: to America So Yeah I just wanted to kind of Big him up Um He's been a big a big um character on that on that um channel, on that platform. Um and yeah, just I, I I've I stopped really watching AF a long time ago. But I still like him, just in terms of like that uh, what he stands for. Um he's very, very kind of unap- unapologetically him. And yeah, I just wish him all the best.
0: Is it could this mark the end of AF uh,
1: TV? No, 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 no
3: way. <laughs> Nothing yeah. can stop them. There's always going to be more loud Arsenal fans. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> is a Chelsea, what's the, Chelsea, what's
1: the
3: Chelsea? All right, one Ryan. There? Chelsea one's calm, bro. Chelsea one is calm. Everyone's no one's racist. Everyone's calm and collected, and everyone puts their point across perfectly. No frustration.
1: No, no, no one's No one's racist at Chelsea, yeah.
3: Never. Mm.
0: Interesting, but that's when the when the, when the rant, the angry rants and people mm. losing their mind and arguing, that generates the views and the clicks and that's what mm. initially I thought or think helped promote AFTV to the forefront because it was like, look at these grown men losing their shit about Wenger and getting walloped by Liverpool and arguing with each other and people click on it and it became it's what then pushed Arsenal to the banter club forefront um, yeah. other than sort of when, like, Arsenal were playing Shamak and all these other players, in so you know, well done, troops using it as a stepping stone. And we wish him all the best in
3: uh, America, absolutely. Also, free uh, free, Messi, man, free Lionel Messi. Thank <laughs> free, free the man, then <laughs> yeah, he he's not
0: going anywhere, man. He's so, he so you get such a squeeze and a blight in life, he's like gets away with murder,
3: free him, man,
0: murder, hero.
3: He needs to go to Man City. Man City need him. Get, get him out of there, man. Come on, free him up.
0: If he goes Man City, I'm going to go and watch Rugby Union or watch South End or Leighton Orient. It's uh-huh. over.
3: The <laughs> moment... If he joined Man City, I, I, I've already told everyone, I'm buying a Man City, a black Man City top with Messi on the back. And also, <laughs> let, me, let me give a massive shout-out to Adidas. This season, Listen, you've, killed it. you've killed it. I'll, I'll, I'll buy an Arsenal top. I'm a Chelsea fan. I'll buy an Arsenal top right now. There you go. third kit.
0: Can we agree they every top? Awful. Can we agree that Arsenal have won in terms of the best kits and training tops this season? I think personally added us. Yeah, they've killed it.
3: They've
1: killed United, it. The United the United third kit is awful. The the Harry one. Maguire
0: prison special. <laughs>
1: it's awful. Yeah, shocking. Absolutely
0: awful. But, uh, Arsenal wanna take all my money.
1: <laughs> no, nah, that blue kit, the one we played in yesterday, is so yeah. cold. It is so cold.
0: That not look beautiful. They just need to come up with the goods now.
1: Yeah. I'm actually tempted to buy an Arsenal top for the first time in maybe
0: eight years. Yeah. They have the I'm training like... top in black. The training top in black sold out in minutes. It's like... They're all yeah. so fresh right now.
2: You can't go wrong with whatever you buy, really. Yeah, well, that's it.
0: Well, Arsenal 65 quid, though.
2: It's all peak. It's all peak.
3: 65 quid. Well, hey, you know what? Chelsea need to be sponsored by Jordan, man. We Need a Jordan sponsor?
1: Nah, you're not wavy enough, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> PSG, like PSG,
1: PSG. Although you know, although you know your, you know your light. Is it your light blue away kit? I think it's your light blue away kit. It's really nice. I really like Chelsea's away kit this year. Can't
0: go wrong. Can't go wrong. Right, wherever where you're spending your money, um, spend it wisely, listeners. Um, I'm going to start to sign off and sign
2: out I've been your co-host Ben English I've been uh, your co-host Cal Sirius before I sign out, a quick shout out to Inter Miami winning <laughs> finally winning a game in the MLS they're rooted to the bottom of the Eastern Conference 11 games played 8 points and the, the teams are 30 for 40 for both on 9 points so uh, come on in that's David Beckham's team in the, the American MLS league
0: What's their kit saying? I'm going
2: to have a look at their kit. It's worth getting. Oh, They've got a little pink kind of kind of kit. It's all right, you know. It's all right. Nice,
0: nice,
1: nice. Cool. Abinash. Love always. And, um, yeah, I hope everyone has a great week.
3: Yeah, Ryan, don't be a dick. Look after yourselves. Like that in the Miami kit's all right, still.
0: Yeah, I'm looking now. I'm looking now. Yeah, um, big shout out to the Don't Be A Dick podcast. And it's the road podcast, which Ryan is a part of. If you like your grime and you like um, not being a dickhead in society, listen to their podcast, <laughs> support them. Uh, and big up Cal, Ash, and Ryan as always for being the team. And um, big myself up and big up your listeners. And have a lovely week. Until yeah, next time. So. It's nice, man. It's pink. <laughs>